even though it is the worst podcast I have ever heard. Welcome back, my friends. We are the Smarky Geeks. I am Frankie. Uh, they can't all be great, Jesus. And you are listening to episode 164 of the Smarky Geeks uh, podcast, Pillar to Pod edition. Um, contact information, as always, you can reach the show at www.thesmarkygeeks.com. Uh, subscribe to us or whatever podcast catch you use. Just search Smarky Geeks or The Smarky Geeks and we'll be the ones that show up. Leave us a five-star melted review if your podcast catcher allows you to do so, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, um, Spotify, all those good places where you get your podcast loving. Uh, subscribe to us on Twitter at Smarky Geeks, at Frank Dessus, at The John Terriano. Um, show us your tweets. Uh, subscribe to us on our Facebook page. It's my favorite place to be online on most days. And uh, subscribe to us on our Instagram at the Smarky Geeks. And uh, on with the show. So this is the Pillar to Pod. This is where you and I we just shoot the shit about wrestling and we just talk about stuff. I will talk about some stuff uh, in the news of wrestling. And um, and we will review AW Dynamite from February fifteenth, this past Wednesday, and then uh, we'll get into some stuff. So a couple of things we're going to go off over first is um, uh, we'll do a preview of uh, Battle of the Valley, the New Japan. Is it Battle in the Valley or Battle of the Valley? I can't look it up right now because I'm driving. But uh, we're going to do a preview of that. Um, and a preview of Elimination Chamber. And then we'll do the review of AW Dynamite, which was not a good show. It wasn't a bad show. But it was not a good show. Especially for a show like Dynamite that has been on like a 10-week run of great episodes. This one underperformed and uh, had things to really criticize and not like. And we'll get into that stuff later, if I got time. Um, but yeah, let's talk about some stuff about some wrestling. Uh, let's talk about Battle in the Valley or Battle of the Valley, which is coming up this Saturday at 10 p.m. Eastern. This is what I'm going to be watching. Um, I doubt Elimination Chamber will be finished by that time. So I will be switching over uh, if, yeah, because I, I don't care. Um, no, no disrespect. I think the 
the build to that Sammy and Roman has been pretty good, but I, I don't care. I care more about the New Japan stuff. Um, but that's me. If you if you like the the WWE stuff and that and you're feeling that more than New Japan stuff, then like what you like, love what you love. But I will be switching over. Um, I got this list off a of cage match, so I don't know if the card is in order. It's usually not. Um, but the card as it is right now is we're gonna have an eight man t- tag match. With Adrian Quest and Josh Alexander, Mascara Dorada, and uh, Rocky Romero on one side. Versus Kevin Knight, Kushida, the DKC, and uh, Volador Jr. Uh, this should be a great match. All of these wrestlers are awesome, guys. Um, so it should be a lot of fun. It's a I gotta assume this will be the undercard. There's no stakes to it or anything like that, but I'm sure it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, we have uh, the New Japan Strong Openweight Title Match coming up here, which will have um, the champion, which is Fred Rosser, versus Kenta. Uh, Kenta's one of my all times. Uh, Fred Rosser is great. He's a good wrestler. He's gonna be in Hog. Coming up, uh, I gotta see if I can get tickets to that. I don't think so, but um, yeah, that's gonna be a great match. Uh, I gotta assume roster retains. I'm just gonna, get, you know, what? I'm gonna give it to my boy Kenta. Kenta's gonna win it. Uh. We have the New Japan Strong Openweight Tag Title Match uh, between the Motor City Machine Guns and uh, the West Coast Wrecking Crew. I got to assume the Motor City Machine Guns retained here uh, and should be a great match. New Japan World Television title match between Zack Sabre Jr. and uh, Clark Connors. Uh, should be awesome. I don't see Zack Sabre Jr. losing it here. Uh, should be a great match. So. Uh, Homicide versus Tom Lawler in a filthy rules fight. I wish I looked up what these rules are. Probably some form of... Uh, like MMA style type of situation. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's going to be a great match. I love Homicide. And uh, Filthy's Tom Lawler. Is a, I love him too. He's, he's cool. Um, I'm going to give that to Homicide. Uh, we have an uh, interesting one here is where it's Eddie Kingston versus Jay White in the Loser Leaves, leaves New Japan Pro Wrestling match. Uh, new, uh, NJPW. Um, Jay White already lost the, the loser leaves Japan match with Hikaleo. So he came here to strong. I got us. I don't know. 
it's a big stake. I don't know, like, Eddie Kingston can eat that steak and then and he'll be fine with his career. And it's not like New Japan has to adhere to the, the steak at all. They, it's, it's wrestling. They can change, switch it up whenever they want. But um, it'll be kind of interesting to see Eddie win this and then Jay White comes to AEW for revenge or some such. Um, so I'm going with that. I'm going with Eddie Kingston wins this. Uh, we have, oh, of course, probably the one, one of the most interesting ones is Kyrie, uh, who was the IGL, the IWGP uh, women's title uh, holder, uh, the champion, versus Mercedes Monet, uh, Mercedes Monet, and uh, this should be a great one. I, I gotta say that it's gonna be Mercedes winning this. Um, you know, it's like it, it's a short. I believe she has a short-term contract with them. So if it's a short-term contract, you I I if I was them, I would put this new title on Mercedes and get as much traction with the title as you can with her. Representing the American side of New Japan, um, but yeah, I, I, I gotta say something. I'm curious as to how how this match is gonna go. I, it's been a while since she's wrestled. I wonder how well she can still go. Uh, in the ring, she was always uh, one of my favorites of you know of WWE. Anyway, and um, yeah, I want to see how much she's learned or if she's learned anything new or what she can do here. Her intro. When she did that weird, gory DDT situation, it was not good. So I'm curious if if they'll scrap that or if they'll try to do it good this time. Um, but we'll see. And then uh, the the world the main event probably is the IWGP World Heavyweight Title Match, um, which has uh, Okada, the champion, versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. I didn't know that was happening here. Um, but yeah, so that's happening here. That's probably going to be a great match. Both these guys are all time greats, uh, legends, both of them. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait for this. So give me one moment. It's a Starbucks stopping moment. So I'm going to get my Starbucks and then, uh, I'll be right back. And I'm back. Got my Starbucks, my dirty chai. So always my go-to. Two shots of espresso. Let's get into our. Um, let's finish. We finished our battle in the valley, battle of the valley, whichever it's going to be called. I should have looked it up while I was in Starbucks, but I did not. But um, we talked about that. Now we're going to get into elimination chamber. And uh, and uh, really, it's really a, a one a one match show at this point, or one angle show. Like, are you gonna go? What, what's happening here, buddy? Jesus Christ! Pretty much a one. I'm sorry, I'm driving. 
Um, yeah, Elimination Chamber is pretty much a one-match show. I, I don't know. There's nothing else there really that interests me or piques my interest uh, other than the Roman Reigns and Sam Zayn thing. Um, we'll get into that in a second. Again, this is according to Cage Match. I don't know what the order of these matches will be. But we do have a Brock Lesnar versus uh, Bobby Lashley. Uh, should be a fun toss match. Uh, um, but yeah, it should be good. I, I shouldn't. I, I usually enjoy uh, Brock's matches, whether they're short or not. I, they're different than everything else that WWE puts out usually. Um, I'm not feeling the the Lesnar character lately. The whole um, cowboy thing that he's doing now. The whole southern thing, whatever the hell he's doing. But um, yeah. Then we have a mixed tag match, uh, tag team match between the Beth Phoenix and Edge and the Dark Order of Finn and Rhea Ripley. I gotta assume the, I said the Dark Order. Oh, I'm sorry, no, Judgment Day. That wasn't on purpose. They're nothing like the Dark Order. Dark Order is cool. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> But it's going to cons- the the judgment day is going to cons- consist of Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. You gotta assume that judgment day is going to go over here. Um, to build to the Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte match. Either that or Charlotte's going to come out and fuck with Rhea Ripley here. Uh, then, of course, we have um, the WWE United States title elimination chamber match. Um, at first, I thought it was for the number one contender, but it, it's actually for the title itself. Because Austin Theory is going to be in there with Seth Rollins, Johnny Gargano. Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, and uh, Montez Ford. Yeah, Montez Ford. Uh, I could care less. Who cares about the U.S. title? I don't care. And who cares about the wrestlers that are in here? Other than Seth Rollins, you got Johnny Gargano, which they've done nothing with since he came back. Bronson Reed. Who they've done nothing with since he came back. Uh, Damian Priest, he's someone. I, I think they, 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 he's interesting to be in there. And uh, Montez Ford, which they've really done nothing. They, they're just holding on to him. They're not striking on the irons high with that guy. Um, yeah, I have no interest in this. Uh, then we have the WWE Raw Women's title Number one contender. This one's for the con- this one's the number one contenderships match. Uh, elimination chamber match. Um, 
where you have Natalia versus Asuka versus Nikki versus Carmella versus Liv versus Raquel Rodriguez. I am hopeful here, and I'm going to say they're going to give it to Asuka. Uh, but that is me being hopeful. I'm sure it's just going to be Liv Morgan or whoever. It should be Asuka, but I don't know. And this is to go against um, Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. Um, so I'm hoping it's Asuka. Again, don't care about the match, though. Uh, and then... And then that's it. After that, you have the the U, the universal the WWE title universal title match between Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn, the undisputed universal title, whatever the fuck you call it, between Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn. I don't think the match is going to be all that great, but I think it's going to be a great angle. It's a great angle that they've been doing. They. <clears throat> They did turn it around, I think, for now, between Cody Rhodes and Sami Zayn, because I spoke a couple weeks ago that I felt like they were on a very, very thin ice with Cody Rhodes, with how they treat Sami Zayn, and, um, but they got Cody Rhodes out there with Paul Heyman, which was a great idea, and that was a great fucking promo, and it worked in my eyes. I thought that was great, and they got the... Like, you kind of want to see Cody go for this. At the same time, you still want to see Sammy go for it and win, but he can't win. If he wins and Cody beats him, they're going to boot Cody, put a lot of money and work into Cody. They're not going to want to ruin that. So they got both Cody and Sammy out this week on Raw, and that was a smart idea, too, and it was great. Um... But this was about wrapping up Sami Zayn's story. Right? Get it over with in the elimination chamber. Get it out of the way. He's going to lose, probably. And then it's off to Cody and Roman Reigns. You gotta... This is still thin ice right now. But that, I think, was probably the smartest move that they could have done. In, in the... When... T- when thinking about the what's next for Cody Rhodes. Because um, Cody Rhodes is the long term. They could put the title on Sammy, but he is incredibly short term. He's like Kofi Kingston. Once, once Kofi Kingston had the title, no one cared about Kofi Kingston anymore. It was like whatever. You know? And it's the same thing with Sammy. They put the title on Sammy. It's going to be great for that moment. But then who cares? You know? Um, that said, I don't think Cody's winning the title. Anyway, um, I do think Cody's going to lose at WrestleMania to Roman Reigns. I think they really want to elongate Roman Reigns' title to the 1,000 mark, 1,000 day mark. And then they can have Cody win it. You know? That's WrestleMania. Um, this, yeah. So, but even even with this plan, uh, it's still thin ice with Cody because once Sammy zo- loses, 
We're going to see if the fans decide, because then they know Cody is going to be the winner. Or going to be the one to go against Roman. Will the fans turn on Cody? Because their boy Sammy's not there. It's possible. It's happened before. You know? Um, I don't think it will happen, or the likelihood of it happening is not as much as it used to be. Um, but, but, um, because the fans have kind of changed, I think they changed, but they kind of switched out. Like the, those old fans from back in the day before the pandemic, you had the CM Punk chanters, the the volley, the volleyball, the beach ball throw, you know, passing around fans, the ones who hijack shows. Then the the pandemic happened, and then all these fans found another show to like and appreciate, and then. Once WWE had fans again, they had fans that wanted to be there. They had fans that cheer everything, even when they're not supposed to cheer. You know, so you don't have fans taking over the show. You don't have those CM Punk. No, at least not a lot. They happen sometimes. You know, you know when when WWE's not able to um, uh, take the mic out, <laughs> um, but. It does happen, and it it's a slippery slope with Cody, and and we'll see what happens. Um, I thought the Cody thing with Sammy was a great little promo. Um, I, I, I yeah, I thought that was good. The rest of the show was garbage. I, I still a trash show, but I thought that Cody and Sammy was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, Cody's But um, yeah, that's about it. But but yeah, that's elimination chamber. Really, nothing interesting about it. Nothing to really be like, yo, this I gotta watch this. Other than the Roman uh, Sami Zayn thing at the end there. Um, man, I don't care. That's probably gonna be on at eleven, and so I will be watching Battle of the Valley at that moment. Uh, I'd rather. It's just something I'd rather. If I'm home, actually, I forgot. I have to take my father-in-law out for his birthday. Shoot. We'll see, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm probably going to miss most of the Elimination Chamber. If anything, if anything I'll watch it on Sunday, uh, if I can. Um, I should hopefully be home in time to watch Battle of the Valley. Um, shit, I just thought, I just forgot, yeah. But, uh, let's get into this Dynamite review. Uh, again, I thought it was a fine show, but it wasn't nowhere near on par as the greatness of the last few, possibly nine or ten weeks of AEW Dynamite shows have been great. You know, like, you had at least, at least two to three like match of the year contenders, the, the the fucking promos and everything. But this one was kind of lo- like it's not there. It had some good promos, sure. Like um, MJF, of course, did a good promo. Um, they had a pre-tape of Brian Danielson 
I thought was a great promo. Um, the rest of the show was just not not that great. Um, uh, it, it opens up with the eight-man tag title match. Was it a tag title match? It was, no, it was a tag team. It wasn't a tag title. Uh, between Billy Gunn, Orange Cassidy, the claimed. Um, defeating Bay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, Stop Them Thing, Thing and um, Sunday Dutt. Now, also keep in mind, this is also the, the, the day after uh, Jeff Jarrett's father died. Jerry Jarrett. Um, so, and uh, so he came to work, which is like, I, I, they must have known this was coming. Uh, also, it, it, what would be a better tribute to someone like Jeff Jarrett's father than other than to make the next town? Um, Jeff Jarrett was. Uh, uh, he was he was he was good here, um, but uh, yeah, I thought it was a good match. I, it was a lot of fun um, for an eight man match, uh, and got you into it. The crowd was definitely into it. Um, and uh, next up, uh, I don't know when the the, the interview segments were, but there were a few. Uh, we had a interview segment between Renee Parquet and uh, Adam Cole. Really good thing. He's a face right now. He's coming off as a face, but I feel like he's coming off as too much of a face. Like he's just being too heavy of a face. Yeah, I feel like at the pay-per-view, he's probably going to turn or something. It's probably a uh, smart plan, like, because his return, he's obviously going to be cheered. He's obviously going to be welcomed with his return. So lay out his heel turn, I think, would be a, a better situation here. <clears throat> um, the, and then there was another interview segment between... Um, Uh, I think it was uh, Jim Ross and Smojo. No, I'm sorry, uh, Wardlow. But that was really good. Uh, Wardlow's getting better at these, at least in the pre-tapes. I'm not sure about the on the mic, but this was really good. He he told a story about his father. Um, you know, had long hair and, and a beard, and got cancer and came to his first indie show, but then died soon after. And then after that, he decided to grow his hair and his beard long in honor of his father. And Joe, small Joe knew this story. And that's why he cut the hair of Wardlaw in that episode of Dynamite. And now, you know, taking that from him, that tribute, so now he's angry and he's coming back. He's coming back for blood. I thought I thought that was great. And Wardlow came off great here. It was a great sit down. Um, 
What else? Uh, we oh, okay. So after the eight man tag, uh, we have the Texas Tornado tag match. Uh, this was the best match of the night. Uh, it was awesome. It was the Blackpool Combat Club consisting of um, Moxley and uh, Claudio Castagnoli, and uh, with Wheeler on the side. Uh, versus um, Rouge Alef Alefai, bossing boss faction in, in Gabon, something like that, uh, which consisted of Rouge and Preston Vance, the old um, and who now goes as uh, Pedro Pedagloso. Um, and uh, this was this was really good. This was talk, uh, and, and it kind of harkened back to the match with um, Moxie and Ten uh, when he was ten. Moxie just came out, destroyed him with lariats and shit, and then left. Uh, but this was different. Preston was ready for him and gave the fight to Moxie and just was made him bleed and everything was busted him up and. Uh, but yeah, it was a great match. It was awesome. Uh, Moxie and uh, Claudio win that one. I thought that was great. Uh, after this, we have Mark Briscoe, uh, brother of Jay of the late Jay Briscoe, defeating Josh Woods. Josh the Goods Woods um, uh, teased the Jay Driller. Um, which he, which is how he defeated Jay Lethal the week before, but uh, this time he didn't get to do it. But he ended the match with his frog and bow. It's like a frog splash elbow type of thing, like a frog splash flying elbow. Uh, and got the one, two, three. It was a great match. It was a fun match. Mark Bristol come off comes off as so different than everyone else. And he said that he's going to carry on for his brother here. He did like a little promo to the camera. And uh, he's carrying on. He's just going to keep on going. Um, I thought he was great. And I think you can. I think they can push him. I think they can push this guy. And he, obviously, he's a short-term guy. But he has it. And he has charisma. Fucking do it, you know? Uh, after this night, uh, it was announced that he was all elite. Um, Mark Briscoe is all elite. So he's, I don't know if he's going to be in both because he was part of the Ring of Honor thing situation. So now he's going to be part of this. So I wonder if he's going to be going across the two, which I wouldn't do. But, um, yeah, he's all elite, which is great. Um... Yeah, and um, props to Josh Woods too. I think he he did great uh, selling and doing what he had to do to get it the match over. Uh, we had a singles match between uh, Jack Jungle Boy Jack Perry defeating uh, Brian Cage. He's just been losing, so I wonder if the discussion has been had and he's on his way out, and he's just doing the doing the business on his way out. Just you know, tradition. You lose on your way out. Um, I think we'll see what happens once we get to see the our Ring of Honor tapings, which has been going on, 
And I, I think we have a date sometime in March, early March. We're going to start to see the show on Honor Club, the new show. Uh, and I guess we'll see what happens there to Brian, with Brian Cage. If he loses those titles, then he's out. He, he's one-third of the six-man titles there. Um, but, yeah, that's interesting. But, uh, yeah, Jack Ferry beat him. Uh, so he's moving up. And then uh, at the end, yeah, at the end here, uh, Christian came back. And Jack Perry went to attack him, and he got maced in the eyes. And then uh, Christian takes off the arm brace that he had on, showing that he's, I guess, ready for a fight. And they're gonna, probably going to build up. It's probably going to be the revolution fight there between those two. Adam Page defeats Kip Sabian. Um, this was okay. It was a short match, six minutes or so. Um, this was, I guess, harkened back to one of their first matches. Um, I, this part I didn't care. I mean, I didn't care about the history for this match. But the match was okay. It was just, I, I guess, put over um, Adam Page because Adam Page wins, of course. And um, out come Moxley and the Blackpool Combat Club. And they start talking shit. And Mox, Adam Page was like, I know you didn't want to win that way. Let's do this again. Blah, blah, blah. And Moxley starts bringing up, like, hey, like, you, you, you know, you're stupid for being out here without your friends, without no friends, man. And then, of course, at that moment, the Dark Order comes out. Um, to show that he has friends, but Adam Page is a bit abrasive about the Dark Order being there. But are we winding down the Dark Order now? So I'll be, I think, necessary. Yeah. Um, we'll get to. So they te- they they set up a match between the Dark Order and BCC for Rampage, and then at the end. Uh, Moxie challenges Adam Page to a Texas, a Texas, a Texas death match at um, Revolution. So, which is good. Uh, the Adam Page has had two of these already, Texas death matches between um, Lance Archer. And Adam Page, both of which have been awesome. Um, Moxie is great with these plunder matches himself. Uh, so this match is probably gonna be a fucking awesome match on Revolution. Um, man, we'll see where it goes. Uh, So that was that setup, and then we had the three-way main event match between Ruby Soho, who defeats Britt Baker and uh, Tony Storm, uh, and then they did the gimmick where they're trying to they're trying to force Ruby to choose a side, and I don't care. I, I didn't care about this. I like the story. I just don't think this was meant to be main event. Um. And the ratings proved it. Like people just dropped out for this. Um, 
But yeah, yeah. Other than like the the promos, like I said, MJF promo was good. Uh, Brian Danielson pre-tape was really good. The, the Wardlow sit down was good. The Adam Page stuff was good. Um, and then the matches were okay uh, for the most part. Uh, the Moxley tornado match, the BCC tornado match with um, LFI was really good. I like that. I thought that was like a great match, actually. And um, yeah, and then the main event wasn't all that great. Um, it's very WWE-ish. And oh, yeah, like Renee Paquette called it a triple threat match instead of a three-way match. Triple threat, that's WWE vocabulary. I don't know if they want to start doing that shit here. Three-way, four-way, not triple threat, not fatal four-way. But um, let WWE keep their vocabulary, you know? I just call it a three-way, you know? Don't even come up with your own name. Don't call it like a three down or whatever type match or just call it a three-way you know just a three-way match that's all it is but uh yeah that was dynamite dynamite was a bit lackluster compared to the rest of the weeks i have to admit um they are this episode did have a lot of setup for revolution um but yeah i mean i'm not you know, the sky's not falling. You know, it's just one episode. You know, so. Yeah, so tonight's Rampage. I keep I keep considering doing a Rampage preview. Or maybe a Rampage spoiler review. Because I know the, the spoilers get out there. And I don't care if I get spoilers. Especially not for Rampage. Um, and then, so the Rampage is tonight. Smackdown is tonight. Um. Uh, SmackDown is going to be the go home for Elimination Chamber. Oh, we'll see what happens. Um, other than that, love you guys. Have a week. Sweet. <laughs> oh, trust me. Eventually, we're going to be doing the Smizzies. Uh, hopefully, this weekend. I am trying to get together with John so we can get the Smizzies out. I do apologize. And we will announce the winner. Trust me. It's going to happen. Peace.